like she said, uh, my name is Michael. This is my wife, Selena. Um, I grew up in Lubbock, Texas, uh, the youngest of four. My older sisters were out of the house before I could remember, so I really grew up more like an only child. Um, my mom was very loving but a, and strong woman who ran the house, and my dad was very kind but submissive. Uh, we never went to church, so what little I knew about God came from movies and TV. Um, you know that guy in all those 80s movies, the guy that uh, all the girls wanted to be with and the guys wanted to be like? I was that guy's best friend. Um, I spent most of junior high and high school following him around from party to party, drinking and cheering him on as I thought he was living the good life. Um, then I met my uh, high school girlfriend and we dated for about two months before uh, she was pregnant. Uh, by the time I was 20, I had two kids. I had dropped out of high school and was drinking heavily every weekend. Um, I never thought much about marriage or thought it was important, so we lived together for about seven and a half years. Um, at age 25, I lost my mom to cancer. My relationship with my girlfriend had fallen apart, uh, and I lost my job. I was devastated and very bitter. I isolated myself, myself which led, for, uh, led me to fall out of touch with my kids and the rest of my family. I spent the next three years of my life running from uh, any responsibility and using alcohol to numb my pain. Uh, the only people I would allow near me were the few friends I had who were doing the same. Uh, at my lowest, I was living in my dad's garage, working in a bar three nights a week, drinking heavily with no desire to better myself. I am the oldest of three children, and my childhood was spent in church. Uh, my father was in the Air Force, so we moved around a lot. Um, and when I was 10, he had an affair, um, and my mom found out about it uh, just before he left to do a year-long tour in Korea. Uh, my mother used that year to have an affair of her own, and my parents divorced when I was 12. Um, we were stationed at an Air Force base in Lubbock, Texas. Um, so when they split, I chose to live with my dad. He took an early retirement, and we moved to Sacramento, California, where we had family. Um, my little brother and sister stayed with my mom in, in Texas. Um, dad began drinking a lot, and in high school, I felt neglected and alone. I acted out to get attention. Um, I was rebellious, having inappropriate relationships, experimenting with drugs, um, and I really didn't get along with my dad's new girlfriend, and nobody could control me, really. Um, however, I did do well in school, so I was able to graduate a year ahead of my class, and I even got accepted to my first choice university. But that same summer, I got pregnant with my daughter. Uh, the father refused to help in any way, um, and since I was on my own, I decided not to go to college. Uh, my daughter was born one week after I turned 18. The next few years, uh, several things happened that would change my world forever. My father began drinking heavily, and he ended up going to jail for getting drunk one night and touching my stepmom's niece inappropriately. This completely destroyed my view of my earthly father, which made me question and doubt my heavenly father. I began using drugs regularly, and in a few short years, I developed a total and complete dependence on crystal meth. At my lowest, I was in an abusive relationship with my drug dealer, I was homeless, and I was about to lose my daughter to the state. I finally decided that in order to get clean, I had to get out of California. So I called my mom, and I moved back to Texas in November of 2002. I got a job as a waitress at a bar, and that's where I met Michael. 
when I met Selena, I was instantly attracted to her. She was smart, strong, and very beautiful. Uh, words and I are not good friends, but after a couple of weeks, I worked up the nerve to ask her out. I stuttered through, would you like to go out for coffee, even though I hate coffee. Um, she said yes, and we began dating. Um, I could tell from some of the things she had said, she had a church background. Um, one night, she asked me if I believed in God. And at the time, I really didn't know if I believed in God, Buddha, or the Kool-Aid man, so I just told her I believed in something. Um, this didn't impress her. Um, despite a lot of core differences, we decided to move in together, mainly because she asked, and I was tired of telling people I lived in my dad's garage, but um, living together was very hard. Uh, we fought a lot. I'm an avoider and would do things to appease her until I got so frustrated that I would explode in anger. This cycle was uh, something I had seen in my parents' marriage and part of the baggage that uh, I brought into our relationship. Um, in spite of uh, all that, we got married in 2007. I think we have a picture, yeah. Um, even though we had our problems, I felt like our life was great. I was fine with Selena having control of our house, uh, just like my mom did uh, when I was growing up, until something went wrong, and then I was angry about not having any control. Uh, when we met, I was only about 90 days clean and sober. And I was so attracted to this man who was nice to me. <laughs> he was different from the men I had dated. Um, our relationship was full of extreme highs and extreme lows. And I was used to being on my own and taking care of myself. Um, and I had lived a really hard life and I had developed a hard heart. So sharing life with someone was not easy. Um, when we got married, life seemed okay. Um, but we were relying on our own abilities to make our marriage work. And I know now that fear and not trusting in God are huge sin struggles for me. So in our marriage, this played out like control and anger. Um, I never took time to look at myself and what I needed to work on. I spent all my time trying to fix my husband. I became very controlling. I controlled the money. I controlled disciplining our daughter. I controlled where we went, what we did, who we talked to. I tried to control everything that went on in our house. And when I didn't get my way, everyone paid the price. Um, I was content with my job as a butcher, um, but because Selena was so driven in her career, I felt like she wanted me to uh, the same out of me, so I pushed myself to get promoted. When I finally got into management, it required us to move to a small town outside of Lubbock. Um, I quickly realized this is not what my wife wanted at all. Um, I had a lot of self-doubt and was in a position that I uh, didn't want after all with more responsibility than I could handle. Uh, my workload had doubled and there were a lot of days I was working from sunup to sundown. Uh, during this time, I remember Selena, Selena pleading with me to take more time off to spend with her. Uh, we would fight about how many hours I was working and I would get angry. I felt like I was working hard to try and, uh, try and support her and she didn't appreciate it and she was making me feel guilty in the process. Because of this, when we did spend time together, I tried to make uh, do whatever she wanted to do. After a while, uh, Selena started spending time uh, at the gym or with friends. Because of stress at work, um, I was okay with this. Uh, I enjoyed having time to myself to be able to relax and wanted to do wh whatever I wanted to do. I never realized Selena and I were quickly drifting apart. During this time, um, Michael's long hours at work were taking a toll. 
after several months of fighting about it and feeling like I was getting nowhere, I kind of gave up. I figured if he wasn't gonna spend time with me, I would find other things to do. I had joined a gym and a running club. I spent time with my friends or my sister. Um, after a while, I started to wonder why Michael didn't care where I was and why he never questioned what I was doing. Um, old childhood feelings of being neglected and alone came rushing back. Michael had a female assistant and the long hours that he was spending at work made me fearful that it was to be with her. Instead of confronting him with these thoughts and feelings, I just drifted further and further from him and into isolation. I was surrounded by friends, but I wasn't letting anyone know that I thought my marriage was falling apart. Ephesians 6.11 says, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Clearly, I was not obeying God's word. And in early 2013, I began getting attention from a coworker. It began as a friendship and a listening ear about how things were going wrong at home. But confiding in someone that was not my husband was an invitation for the enemy to take a hold of my heart. And the unemotional fair turned physical and the strong outspoken woman that I used to be disappeared. I became a master liar. I was secretive and anxious about everything and I was very isolated. I was exactly where Satan wanted me to be, broken and living in sin. When I found out about Selena's affair, um, Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. When I found out about Selena's affair, I would go back and forth between feeling um, that uh, sad that I wasn't man enough to keep my wife satisfied and uh, blinding rage that made me want to cause as much pain as I could. Um, it didn't take long for me to turn back to drinking as a crutch. Uh, for months, I had been confiding in my assistant at work, and uh, when she showed interest in me, it was nice to feel wanted. A listening ear turned into strong feelings for a woman who was not my wife. An emotional affair became physical. I believed the lie that since Selena had hurt me first, anything I did was justified. Neither the drinking nor the affair made anything better, only much worse. I was devastated to find out about Michael's affair. I felt like I had caused the thing that I feared to come true. I ended my affair and started going to church. I began seeing a Christian counselor um, Michael filed for divorce, and we spent the next nine months in a very dark place. I refused to sign the, the papers to finalize the divorce quickly. I wanted to prolong it in hopes that something would change. I joined a women's Bible study group, and for the first time, I had a circle of people around me that I could be honest with, that were praying for me, and that were for my marriage. I began to have faith that God could heal us. Psalm 37, 5 says, commit your ways to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. During this time, I did a lot of things to try and hurt Selena, to make her feel uh, as, though, as I had. Um, I would go, through, go out of my way to say the most hurtful and horrible things to her. Uh, all this did was cause more and more hurt, not only for us, but for our family and friends as well. After nine months of lies, hurtful displays and drinking as soon as I got off of work. I was pulled over and uh, spent the night in jail for a DWI. The only bright spot during this time was uh, reconnecting with my son who was 20 at the time. Uh, he became the first person to share the gospel with me and showed me what a true, real Christian man looked like. He talked to me about forgiveness and said that uh, he had forgiven me for the time we had lost. Um, 
sorry. Um, he talked to me about uh, forgiveness, the forgiveness that uh, God offers to all of us, including my, my wife and myself. Although I loved having him back in my life, I could not understand the forgiveness he was talking about and still felt like I had to run away. I started applying for positions in my company that would get me out of my, the nightmare I had created. I felt like my prayers were answered when I got a promotion to a store in Plano. Um, but my pain and my anger didn't go away. It just moved with me. Um, when I got to Plano, I had every intention of it being the end for Selena and I. Although I was already missing her, my pride was stopping me from doing anything about it. Then God used the words of a coworker telling me about his divorce uh, to show me that my marriage was worth fighting for. I called Selena and asked her to move up here with me. Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you, give you a future and a hope. We began attending Watermark in January of 2014. Um, I started Regeneration, a 12-step recovery ministry for hurts, habits, and hang-ups, and we started Reengage together. God used these ministries to show me that He can take care of me and my heart, and that being fearful of people hurting me was not trusting in Him to go before me, and not trusting in Him to have what's best in store for me. This had damaged my relationship with Michael. I began to see that I needed to love and respect my husband the way Christ has commanded me to. I began to see that my role was to be Michael's helpmate and that control was sinful. Being in God's word is the daily reminder that I am a sinner in need of my savior. When we started going to re-engage, I, um, I didn't feel like I needed to be there. Um, it was cut and dry to me, in my mind. Selena cheated on me first, therefore anything I did was justified. I still couldn't, um, couldn't understand what I needed forgiveness for. Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. I'm still amazed to this day how God chose to show me uh, how true forgiveness works. Um, my son that I had abandoned for almost 15 years was pouring God's word into me, telling me that even though I couldn't forgive myself for the time we had lost, that he did forgive me, just as Christ forgave him for the anger he had towards me. Uh, each week at Reengage, I witnessed broken people um, find healing by drawing a circle around themselves and submitting themselves to God. The move we, uh, the more we went into uh, group and did the work, the more I started realizing my part in our mess, how I ignored my wife, took her for granted, and didn't make, make her a priority, putting everything else before her. It was a bitter pill to swallow before I finally realized that I had just as much fault in everything that had happened. And because of my son's example, I finally understood what true forgiveness looked like. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In May of 2016, um, our family was baptized and my son was there to baptize me. Picture. 
Fast forward a few years, um, we helped launch Reengage at the Plano campus, and we were in an amazing community group that we trust and allow to speak truth into our lives. Um, we love serving and walking along other marriages that were hurting just like ours, but I was still carrying a sin that I buried deep in my heart, and I swore that no good could ever come from confessing it. Uh, the weight of that sin became so heavy um, I felt like a liar, and I knew that the Holy Spirit was telling me that I had to confess that sin to my husband. So after church one day, I confessed to Michael that the affair that he found out about was not the first one. There were three others before that one. I was so brokenhearted to see the hurt on my husband's face again um, after everything that we had been through. I was so disappointed in myself for causing more pain but in that moment, um, I was met with the loving arms wrapped around me as Michael forgave me. I was sure that this would put us back at square one, but instead I witnessed the work that the Lord had done in Michael's heart. I was met with the sweetest display of grace and forgiveness. When Selena told me about the others, of course it hurt, but I realized it changed nothing. Before God was the center of our marriage, I would never have been able to hear those words without uh, being clouded by anger. But James 1.20 says, human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. That was my first memory verse. <laughs> um, in that moment, uh, I could see the burden my wife had been carrying for years. She, no longer, uh, she was no longer uh, uh, looking for attention from other men. I was no longer a husband who ignored his wife, and we were no longer a couple without God in our, uh, as a foundation for our marriage. Now, because of that foundation, uh, I was following hurt, or instead of following hurt with anger, I was following hurt with forgiveness. Also, for the first time, we had people around us who were really for our marriage, who helped guide us through this. That is um, our daughter and our granddaughter, who is four months old now. That's our family now. Um, if you hear nothing else tonight, please hear this. Having a relationship with Jesus Christ is the most important thing for your marriage. Luke 137 says, for nothing will be impossible with God. We are in constant prayer over our marriage, and we continue to work hard not to take each other for granted. God has shown me that when I don't rely on him and his truth, the enemy just has an open door to tell me lies. If this is your first time at Reengage, welcome. You're not alone. Thank you for trusting us with your time. And the story that we just told you is not unique, and neither is yours. None of us are perfect, and we all have a part to own in our struggles. If there's any unconfessed sin or hurt in your life, we encourage you to give that over to God in prayer, and then confess that to your spouse and your community group or small group. Ask for help in praying over that confession. James 5.16 says, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Thanks for letting us share. Thank you.